All right. Very excited to be with you today. We're going to be diving deep. And I think that today will be extremely helpful for you, especially if you've been feeling stuck and um, getting clear on the value of self-regulation. Who's starting to understand how important the self-regulation thing is? Let me see if I show hands. Yes, hopefully. Okay, great. Awesome. So there is a new model of self-regulation emerging. And as I said, it can take up to 20 years for research to go mainstream. So what I do is I combine my ability to understand uh, the research with my 20,000 hours of coaching. So I'm always looking at the cutting edge research. But one of the things that I am uniquely gifted at is to be able to take that research and then go, here's what you should do with that. Right. Because it's one thing to read a re- first of all, reading research papers is not exactly easy. Right. And then you're like, what do I do with this information? Okay. So when we look at what's been missing from coaching, from therapy, from energy healing and spirituality, okay, and even trauma work, okay, what's been missing is a focus. Hear me now on these words. These are very specific words. Okay. What's been missing is a focus on self regulation that builds capacity for you to reduce your fear and avoidance of the specific emotions that stop you. Okay, I'm going to say that again. That again. I'm also going to say what I just said. Okay, so what's been missing is a focus on self-regulation that helps you build a capacity to reduce the fear and avoidance of specific emotions that stop you. That is something that is not really talked about. We talk about how to move forward. We talk about how to go into the past. But somebody said, I think in the Facebook group, like yesterday, they were like, feels like, I can't remember what it was, but it's like getting in the hot water. It's like, when you think about like doing this work, it's like, you're just going to open up Pandora's box and like, what's going to come out, right? And if you know that you can handle it no matter what, that's a game changer. But And if you also know, right, that there are going to be specific emotions you tend to avoid, and those emotions and that avoidance of those emotions stop you, and you're starting to focus on your capacity to navigate those emotions, that's the game changer. And here's a question for you, okay? I'm asking you this question, not because I'm trying to knock anybody, but I want you to have some self-reflection, okay? How many practitioners have you had? So doctors, coaches, therapists, psychiatrists, et cetera, okay? Any, anyone that helps you with your personal development, spiritual teachers, pastors, yoga teachers, go down the list, okay? How many practitioners have given you a heads up before you begin to change, okay, that, hey, you're going to have some emotions come up that you're going to want to avoid as we change? Think about this. How many practitioners have said, you know, we're going to help you change your diet? but there's going to be a ton of emotion that comes up that's going to take you out and we should be prepared for that. Zero. Zero. Okay. Why? Okay. Now I'm not against anybody, but this is a problem. All right. Everyone's trying to tell you what to do, missing you emotionally. Sounds like your childhood. Okay. Doesn't it? Okay. And here's the deal. Not only do they not give you the heads up, Hey, there's going to be some tough stuff. How many practitioners have then said, okay, here's how you can take a trauma-informed approach to support self-regulation to make your journey successful? How many practitioners have done, well, first of all, the answer was zero on the first one. So now the second one is zero. That's a double zero. Who's got two zeros here? Let me see if I show hands, okay? This is a problem, okay? So what I want to do 
is I want to give you a heads up. If you feel like a lot of the work that you haven't been, or the lot of work that you've been doing hasn't been working, uh, if you've been with me for a while, you've heard me make this analogy. It's like Jumanji, okay? The trauma work, the nervous system work, the coaching, the therapy, whatever you've done up until now was like the last level. So if you're on level one Jumanji, it, you awesome. But the next level you want to get to in your life, in your relationships, in your purpose, in your healing, in your finances, okay, requires a different approach, right? And here's the thing. Every level gets harder and harder and harder and harder and harder. Who follows? Does this make sense? So I want you to imagine a spiral that as you go up, the spiral gets harder and steeper. Okay. Does that make sense? So it's like the gravity gets more intense. All right. Are y'all tracking with me on this? Yes. Okay. There's a lot more going on than just like, let me go through this one time. Like, no, this is like a lifestyle. So the first pillar of self-regulation is safe and transformational co-regulation. Okay. Co-regulation and that term, I, we were probably the first to use it in the coaching space and certainly on Instagram <laughs> uh, for sure. Nobody, there's nobody talking about that before us. Um, and it's important that, you know, people have been talking more and more about co-regulation. Who's heard this term co-regulation? Let me see if I show hands. Okay. Yeah. It's important. It's connection. Okay. But there's different types of co-regulation. There's like shitty co-regulation, right? Where it's just like, I don't know, you're just, you're just in the room with someone who's maybe a jerk or whatever, and you have to collapse yourself. There can be traumatizing co-regulation in a way, right? We want safe, transformational co-regulation, okay? Meaning you have safety to transform into your next level, right? Not safety to be quiet, not safety to shut down, not safety to bypass emotion. Just, you know, change your mindset and be grateful. Well, we're not doing that here, okay? Gratitude is beautiful, but mindset and gratitude work is not... There's way more to change than just being grateful for stuff, okay? So what this means is we want to be in an environment, an environment. Where are you day-to-day where you can mutually send and receive safe signals that allow you to transform, right? Your day-to-day environment has such a great – without the right environment, this is why this is at the bottom. Because without the right environment, everything else is almost impossible, okay? Who follows? Does this make sense? If I don't have a, the right environment to feel safe to transform, safe to be myself, safe to change, safe to do it differently, it's really hard to get to somewhere else, okay? And so we want to be in the right environment. We also want to have safe and transformational co-regulation in the right community, right? We don't want to change on our own, okay? Who here feels like you found an amazing community here? Let me see if I show my hands, right? The community is so important, okay? We also want safe and transformational co-regulation with the right practitioners, right? There are lots of practitioners, coaches, therapists, doctors, and they don't prioritize safety. Nothing against any specific profession. I work with almost every profession, either as a client myself or clients with us and they're friends of mine. But what we have to realize is when we talk about a safe practitioner, there's what's called a relational alliance, okay? What does that mean? It means that one of the greatest changes that occurs is a safer relationship, right? When we look at the efficacy, what works, right? Why does something work? A lot of times, y'all, it's not the thing, whether it's EMDR or somatic experiencing or even cognitive behavioral therapy. It's the practitioner and your relationship with them that really does the change. Who follows? Does this make sense? So when someone says to me, blank didn't work, you know, Mastin, you don't understand. EMDR just doesn't work for me. I always ask like, well, how safe did you feel with that person? And usually the answer is not that safe right? So it's not that like 
therapists aren't safe. There's great therapists who are super safe. It's not that coaches aren't safe. There are great coaches that are super safe, right? But we want to start with a safe and transformational environment, community, and practitioner. Without those things, everything else is highly unlikely to happen, okay? I can't, it's, it's hard, I don't want to be said that definitive. It's very difficult, okay? Because you can't out willpower your environment. Who follows? Does this make sense? Hey, it's Mastin. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. And before we wrap up, if you found value in this, one of the best ways to get this trauma-informed information to the world, if that's something that you want to do and to be a part of spreading the word, I would be so very grateful if you could leave a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts so that uh, you can review this. And hopefully it's a good review, but please leave an honest review. And especially if you want to leave a five-star review, I would be super stoked on that. But of course, just make it honest. But my goal is to share more trauma-informed information with the world. And I need your help to spread this information and reviews matter. So if you feel called to do that, would very much appreciate it. If you got value from this episode and from this podcast, we very much appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for hearing me out. And if you feel called, please leave a review on Apple or Spotify, and we'll see you in the next episode.